Hey, y'all. I would put it I'm on the bun. You can fit the pickles. You can put the pickles in there. Pickles. Put, you can fit the pickles in there. You can fit the pickles in there. Come on. Come on, you. Pickle chicken sandwich. Take it away, John Friggin Smith. Welcome to the rabbit hole. How did we end up on that rabbit hole? Where all you knew is wrong. <laughs> and rules are just suggestions. I like the pipe. Made up as we go along. Shut up, Court. Fuck you. And who knows what you'll find here Maybe heaven or your worst fears Whatever it may be It's yours to keep forever Just in time, you've entered a rabbit hole Please, go down further Where there's philosophy hidden within stupidity My uh, nipples are sweating <laughs> What are they doing to that chicken? <laughs> They're punching holes in it. You know, I want to teabag Hank Azaria. He can make weird noises. You're fucking weird. You guys are horrible. Bunion rings? Like, I I wouldn't eat those. What the fuck? Hey. Even if it was Paul Bunyan themed, like, you know what I mean? Like flannel onion rings or something like that. Yeah, I had a heart attack. Fuck you. It's a sun shiny day. Yeah. (laughs) Fat people need love, too. Hello. You are just in time. And we are the J&T Baggers. We are removing our fedoras temporarily for a Nexus event. <coughs> Placing the fedoras with horns? Yeah. Some movies suck and some are great, but our reviews are always late. Late reviews with the boys from Just In Time. You've seen the title. You know what we're here for. We're here for the long-haired, horny-headed, uh, gender-fluid. This is all about self-love. <laughs> to the extremist <laughs> extent. It's, it is masturbating, right? Yeah. Okay. We are the variants of DJ Van Nielsen. Norman Blunts and Tiger Durgan. Thanks. Thanks for picking that up where I left off. No, I was thinking, dude, like Loki, if he fucked himself, he's gay for himself. No, he's not. not but he's not. Chance. Yeah, but he's not. Like I I had a very, very complexing situation going on in the head. It's like that story uh, in Greek mythology, you know, that guy was staring himself in the in the river because he was so pretty. The, the whole thing about don't be like vain. Yeah, because then he drowned himself, right? Something like that. I forgot the dude's name. Oh no, but I'm sure fucking Norse mythology has it covered. With Loki? Yes. In this they did. I I, I consider uh, consider it masturbation, honestly. Yeah, so... (laughs) Well, you know who we do wish there was another variant of just so he could... Well, I was going to say just so he could fuck himself, but that sounds like, go fuck yourself. That's uh, That sounds mean. (laughs) Mr. John freaking Smith. <laughs> I'm sure he loves himself. And we love his beautiful song, Yours to Keep. From the album, Songs of the Great Collapse, which can be found at johnfreakinsmith.com. Just look down there and click. You click it. Me? I'd fuck me. I'd click it hard. If I were you. Every time I say click the link in the description and you can quote me on this and ask these two gentlemen sitting next to me, I rub my nipples. It's a fucking weird thing, dude. It, so let's just well let's let's start from the beginning. You guys may not have done your homework, but you you did see most of the show. Well, for the last what, three years now, two years, we've been wondering what what kind of problems Loki caused by taking that Tesseract in, during Avengers Endgame. Turns out, no problems. He he didn't cause any problems with that particular action because it was pruned. The timeline was reset pretty instantly. Yeah, they just took him into custody. Yeah, after smacking him with a time baton. I don't know why that that part that part made me laugh my ass off. Dude, one sixteenth speed of getting bitch slapped with a baton. The his face, like that's what <laughs> I loved. Is this is first episode, so it opens up like how all Thor movies have started to break into like a more comedic yeah. style. So it's like hell yeah, okay, I expected this. 
WandaVision didn't really know what was going on because you don't really know what's going on with her. So it was like a yes, dude. Yes. Thor. Not well, not Thor, but Thor-esque is back. <laughs> and then of course from there, yeah, you get to the TVA, this this whole explanation from Tara Strong. Yeah, I, I do I do like that. But it's just a pleasure having her in any any project because you're just like, eh, I can just throw a dart at a cartoon collage and she's probably voiced the character. Or was in the show. Yeah. So she's she's very responsible for a lot of childhoods being happy, at least in front of the TV. All 90s. Yeah. And too, I mean, now too. Now she's just more expensive now. Yeah, my little pony grabbed a hold of her as quickly as possible and ran with that. But uh, yeah, the the, the Miss Minutes character was creepy from the beginning too. A, f- a clock with a face just makes me sound like she was gonna say some fucked up shit. Yeah. First off, this uh, anything dealing with time travel, mm-hmm. I I think we're obligated just from the name of this podcast to at least you know talk about it for a bit. We're just in time somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, according to the TVA, we're never actually late or early. We are always just in time. Damn, I don't think that's going to work for work. Yeah, no. It but not work. TVA calendar. What? Time's relative. I'm, ne- I'm neither late nor early. I'm always just in time. That might work for like... It works for Gandalf. Yeah. The wizard arrives... When a wizard when a wizard arrives, he's just in time. That's how I break it down. <laughs> Where were we? Oh, oh, wizards and magic and magic that doesn't work inside of a TVA and infinity stones being used as paper weights. That was a nice revelation there. Uh, I won't lie, the first episode really. <laughs> what the fuck was that guy's name that he tell? Yeah, I'm gonna gut you like a fish. What's a fish? I I just want to know what I'm being punished with. Death! Horrible death! Okay! Yeah, the, that first episode did really good. Owen goddamn Wilson, too. Perfect yeah. fucking, perfect pairing with the Loki there. The, the buddy cop thing was happening instantly. And in his perfect world, perfect time, a fucking jet ski is the one item that he held like to the highest accord. Wow. 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 Yeah. Uh, now I'm not going to say that. Well, there's only six episodes, so it's actually kind of easier to like actually go through most of them and shit, but I'm having trouble remembering the second episode. Uh, that uh, second episode, did it start in the medieval part? Yeah. That was actually the first sign that uh, Sylvie wasn't quite a bad guy because they were, the first episode, they're saying they're hunting a Loki variant, basically. They show the oil filled burn or the yeah the filled burning right before the beginning of two. Yeah, and then uh, yeah, the second one they show the they start off. They're playing uh, the song "I Need a Hero" as Sylvie's taking out TVA members and shit, which was already pretty weird. <laughs> But see, that's the part that sucked, is when I think of I Need a Hero, it usually goes Luke Skywalker, but it's been getting stuck in my head more so, because <laughs> yeah. that video was almost a fucking year ago. So it's like, okay, now I hear it again. So now the other day I'm walking through the house, I need a hero, and then I thought, that's a fucking sexist song. What was it? Uh, the Yeah, I'm thinking of like other shit from the second episode after the I Need a Hero thing. Well, they showed uh, like hologram things of uh, different variations of Loki or variants, which that was cool. There was like a Hulk looking Loki and shit. It was I kn- a couple of them you actually end up seeing later on in the in the season. The f- was it the first episode where it goes over what happened in Thor Dark World? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. It shows him. Yeah, basically getting ki- Frigga killed after seeing one. It, it, Hell, we're going to have some spoilers for us as well here on the pod. Me and Corn again, didn't do our homework. So through one through five, that's my favorite scene so far is him like going through all the different emotions. But that's as an actor's standpoint. Yeah. Like, oh, shit. He has range. He did that in fucking like five minutes, changed four times. And 
like drastically to where it was believable. I think for some reason one of my favorite scenes was uh when they were on Lamentis and they were fighting in the tent when they first got there. Just cause all throughout the show this you know, this other variant has been, you know, alluded to and seeming like such a badass and shit. And he actually was able to hold his own against her once he was able to use his magic and shit. That was kind of cool. He was talking shit to her even. How'd you survive this long? But, (laughs) yeah, episode two. Well, Loki tries to lie his way out of it and tries to, like, manipulate the TVA peoples and whatnot. I won't lie. This show did play with cliffhangers, like, every single episode. I I think they were trying to force you to watch the whole season instead of just watching a few episodes. Oh yeah, which is cool, but you know, it, when it when it feels forced or it seems forced, that in itself is a problem. Yeah, because uh, I think it was episode three that ended with her dropping the bombs, right? Yeah, they and finally figure out how to find. That was fun. That the variant Loki. Yeah, when he finds out uh, that she's hiding, pretty much at different apocalyptic events. Pompeii was awesome. Yeah. And they popped up and Pompeii. You're, uh, I am the Lord Loki. You're all going to die. Not word for word, obviously, yeah, but it was, it was funny. It was fun. Just see, well, that was a smart way of doing it too. It was just like, yeah, and she can't cause a Nexus event when everything's getting wiped out naturally. It had to be natural disasters too. So they end up fighting her in the future. Well, our future, I guess. Dude, so when she left, left, uh, well, yeah, we'll get to that here in a little bit. I guess instead of fucking jumping to the closer <laughs> to the ending. Well, I don't even remember what else happened in episode two besides her fighting and two. Hell, she they didn't even fight each other really until no, the, she, the beginning she fought of three. the TVA people and she took one of them. I remember that she took one of them with her. I think then they were they were hunting her down. Wait, was episode two when you actually saw her? Saw Sylvie? At the end of it, wasn't it? Yeah, it was at the end of it. Yeah, you see her face. That was when she set the bombs off and shit. Then it was episode two she did that. All right. Yep. Yeah, because I remember actually thinking like, oh shit, they actually are. Well, if it's only six episodes, then you got to drop some bombs, I guess, pretty early on. Yeah, she was in the mall. Yeah. Uh, that was cool. She dropped. Uh, at first, it was like, "What is she gonna do with all these time reset things?" And she just basically set off a bunch of Nexus events just to distract the TVA enough for her to get in there and try to kill the timekeepers. <laughs> yeah, and then Loki runs in after her, and that's the beginning of. Uh, that uh, Ravona Renslayer scares the shit out of me. Oh uh, yeah. There's there's something about her that scares me. Like she, she seems like a very uh, you know, very committed person. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the fucking the enchantment thing that she was doing, Sylvie, in that second ep- or yeah, in episode two, when she was just transferring it from person to person. Unlocking memories for some of these people too. That has to be a fuck situation because it seemed like the only people she was unlocking memories on were the ones she was choosing. So she had the the possession of actually not just well, like she was interrogating the one girl, pretty much the girl with the the dreads or whatever. Because when she first starts just like transferring and everything like that, it's like okay, then because is it everyone that she touches? No, it's just when she's enchanting them. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was the, when she makes that connection or whatever with the brain. But that was a, well, it wasn't that surprising just because I think everybody knew there was going to be a female Loki. That was like something that was spoiled just because the actress, Sophia DiMartino. And because the commercials even made it look like he was talking to Black Widow. Blonde, short hair. Yeah. The uh, the third episode, she gets to fucking she gets to the TVA and starts going to work. She tries to use her enchantment on someone and realizes that magic doesn't work in there. Which you would think that someone who spent their entire life learning how the TVA works and how they respond and whatnot. Yeah, she she gets 
pretty much abducted by the TVA. Yeah, you would think she would have learned at some point, like, magic doesn't work in there, but... How... Like, she had to have been, like, a, a preteen when she got away. That's a fucking blow, living in apocalypses for for that fucking long. Yeah, she at least learned how to kick ass. Because when the magic didn't work, she beat the fuck out of people. That was cool. She <laughs> was actually pretty cool. She holds Loki hostage. Judge Renslayer basically says... Like, go ahead and kill him. Because, of course, not realizing that Loki stole the temp pad from her. Those temp pad things were kind of cool. I want one. Yeah, they're fucking awesome. <laughs> they, they made a Pokedex for adults. <laughs> and it's, yeah. it's great. <laughs> it's cool. But, uh, so yeah, third episode, they're on Lamentus. Well, yeah, after the, after Loki takes the temp pad or whatever, they go to Lamentus 1 planet that's about to collide with a fucking or a moon that's about to collide with a planet which is supposed to be like the worst catastrophic uh armageddon pretty much that they explained yeah or at least the worst one she had on that gym pad wait you ever think you think maybe she ever went to ragnarok yeah oh with herder yeah that doesn't sound very fun i'm being honest like (laughs) We're gonna do see everybody getting evacuated and shit, and those who didn't get evacuated are already dead for the most part. Check it out. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look at it. it's Auntie Hella or Sister Hella, something. Yeah, sister, stepsister, uh, happy stepsister. You can get killed by my Hella, Ella. Oh, I'm sorry. Hey, but you get to see some actual uh that scene when. She Loki tells her like not to just try to use brute force or whatever, and she kicks in the door and gets shot immediately. Looks like Kill Bill Volume Two. She kicked in Michael Madsen's door and got shotgun to the fucking chest, which was it was hilarious on Kill Bill and it was hilarious on Loki. I, I won't lie. <laughs> that fucking that train scene was weird though, with Loki singing drunk and. The dagger and all that shit. That you know, that was that whole scene was just it just fluff. That it would have been better to have it, her come out after him trying to explain love and just have fucking Hathaway on there. Just, well, what it's is funny. Love? It's funny you said she if she would have come out because they pretty much that was pretty much what that whole scene was was just their way of trying to like circle the drain of saying Loki's. A, not only gender fluid, but bi. He don't give a shit. And so is Sylvie, so she'd probably kiss a female version of herself. Oh, blonde and a brunette Sylvie scissoring. Sylvie scissors. Make a million bucks. But, uh... I think, like, <laughs> I think you're making more than that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they try to fucking... They try to steal something... The power source, or whatever, to bring to charge a tempad. They're trying to steal it from. I think it was called the Ark, the yeah. ship or the arcade. Or... Then they thought they were gonna steal the ship, or at least board it and get it off the planet. And that's when a motherfucking cliffhanger comes again. It looked beautiful. The ship yeah. getting blown up. It was like, oh fuck. Yeah, ends with them both devastated. Mm-hmm. What have I done? Even though they didn't do anything to cause the explosion, they just didn't get there in time. To do what? What would they have done when they got there? Like, let's say they got there, got onto the ship right before that asteroid or whatever hits. They still get hit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so either way, they were going to blow up. But of course, motherfucking cliffhanger. Episode four, I remember starting off with them, well, with Lamentus about to go into complete destruction. And they sit there next to each other and have a little heart to heart and start holding hands. That's when fucking the Nexus meter spikes. Yeah, it spiked way up. And they never really explained what exactly that was. They said something about a connection, you know, between two variants of the same person, I guess. But it didn't really look like they were about to try to fuck in that moment or even kiss. It just looked like they were just going to die together. That was it. At least they weren't dying alone. That's nasty. Well, Loki didn't die alone when 
Thor snapped, or when Thanos snapped him. Or snapped his neck, sorry. Wow. There were two Thanos snaps in that movie. Damn, that was fucked up. He's in the Jazz House Cafe right now. <laughs> Just snapping away. Now take on this. That's true. Uh, that is fucked up. <laughs> but of course, that Nexus spike gets the TVA's attention. Owen Wilson to the day. Yep. They arrest him. Loki's offended because Sylvie had more guards. I thought we were friends, bro. <laughs> oh no, you're a bad friend. You got him. Oh yeah, that <laughs> shit was fucked up, but awesome. Loki was like legit sad about the <laughs> that fucking time loop they threw him in too. That was cool seeing Lady Sif come back, even though it wasn't a full on comeback. I think she's supposed to be in the Love and Thunder, so that that's cool to see the actress come back. And she did not die in Ragnarok. Because she wasn't there. I wonder how they're going to explain that. Where the fuck was she? Yeah. Why did she get a free pass? What is she, like Supergirl? There's only so many times you really want to watch the same guy get punched in the nuts and or punched in the face and kneed in the nuts over and over again. You try to stop it too, but like... Yeah. They were trying... It was starting to get annoying. It was like, all right, you need to come to a realization or... Get out of this somehow. Again, it's cool seeing the actress, but come on. This isn't uh, America's Funniest Home Videos, you know. That was like seven straight times. <laughs> and then Mobius, you know, he opens Mobius's eyes pretty much to it all. You're all variants. That was the biggest revelation in episode three, too, was that all of the TVA were variants. The same very thing that they were trying to prune same very thing that they called a cosmic mistake don't let me have children with attitudes that's gonna be the first thing out of my fucking mouth You're a fucking cosmic mistake yeah. my balls made a cosmic mistake you know what you're getting called variant you're the you're the inferior variant that's how you end up with like king of the hill man good hank that's fucked up i do have to admit i was uh i was absolutely devastated when Mobius got pruned. Yeah, that was fucked up. <laughs> he never got his jet ski. He started talking as soon as he said jet ski. Pruna fucked up. I wasn't ready for it. And it's fucked up because I was ready for it. Just because he prepared you for it. That look on his face when they came through that door and saw them in there. like You could see the tears in his eyes already forming up. If I could go anywhere. Maybe I had a jet ski before the TVA took me away. Oh, which why didn't they just prune Logie right there and there, right then and there? oh, because the timekeepers wanted to see them, them see him them, himself themselves. That was weird. That whole scene right there felt like a like a creepy Chuck E. Cheese Disney ride or something with the animatronic fucking uh, timekeepers. Real creepy. You ever seen the animatronics from Chuck E. Cheese without any of the fur on? Oh. That's creepy as <laughs> shit. Yeah. <laughs> Their voices were creepy and kind of cartoony, which I guess makes a bit of sense. It's like something from Five Nights at Freddy. And right when Loki's trying to tell Sylvie something, the, the same fucking episode, he gets goddamn pruned. He gets pruned into a great oasis. Right after, well, right after they chop off, they decapitate one of the damn timekeepers just to show that they're all animatronic puppets. That was creepy. Because you could hear a whisper of someone saying, see you soon. Which is even scarier. But this void. Look, he wakes up in a void in the post credit scenes of episode four. Yeah. Greeted by a variants of himself i think that's five no it's four no that's four kid loki classic loki boastful loki gator loki not crocodile loki or loki yeah loki gator my personal favorite out of the show yeah just because it wasn't like killer croc it wasn't like a man who it's became an just alligator. a goddamn alligator yeah and it wasn't like a massive one 
just a little fucking alligator. It was like a fucking six foot alligator. It was smaller than smaller than the one that killed or that ate Chubb's hand. Yeah, way smaller. And he got pruned because he ate Thor. Yeah. No, he he didn't eat Thor. He ate the wrong neighbor. Oh, or the yeah. wrong neighbor's Run- cat. Yeah. Like the kid killed Thor. They did they ever explain the kid killing Thor? No, it was just that was his nexus event. He killed Thor. That's why he was number one. Yeah, that's why he was the king. And apparently, I just saw something very recently too saying that like apparently he was the oldest of all the Lokis. That kid? Yeah. Huh. Weird. Well, multiverse. I like the, the old man Loki. I won't lie. Just because he looked, he had the most ridiculous costume on, and he had to enjoy it. He looked like he actually seemed like he was having fun with it. Like, I look stupid, but fuck it. It's fucking Marvel. They're pay, they pay big bucks to let you dress like a jackass. Just dance around a little bit. Yeah. That's kind of cool that two of the Disney Plus Marvel shows have given you like that cloth kind of a Halloween costume style of costume. For heroes, WandaVision did it better, I think. But like oh no, they got the horns for Loki though. That that's, that's a made big the alligator difference. awesome yeah. too. And if they were really going more comic book accurate or like even more costume cosplay accurate for WandaVision, there would have been a whole lot more cleavage showing. They would have had to have a Cat Dennings be a body double for. Her. Ooh, 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 ooh. <sighs> Uh, where were we? Episode four, yeah, five, beginning of five, five, yeah. The Loki's. That was fun finding out little bits of backstory. Of course, the old man had like the most tragic. He was lonely and he missed his brother. The black Loki, boastful Loki, apparently, with his makeshift hammer, stupid fur shoulder thing. <laughs> Maybe he he got that some way. He lied and said he killed Captain America or something oh, like yeah. that. And got all the infinity stones. And even the fucking alligator rolled his eyes. Which that was weird. That shit was funny though. <laughs> the wrong neighbor's cat. Then of course who shows up? More fucking Loki's. God damn it. That shit was awesome though. At that point it's like, okay. <laughs> what the fuck? And then it's President Loki. <laughs> I like that there were, with all those Lokis, there were only two Tom Hiddleston Lokis. I like that, that there was actually full-on variety of easier to keep track of who's who. Yeah, the, dude, that's when Gator Loki was at his best. He bit Boastful Loki's hand off. He bit Vote Loki's hand off, didn't he? Yeah, he bit Vote Loki's hand off, or... President Loki. Oh yeah, it was because he like it he bit it off, and then he looked at it for a second, and then screams for a very long time. He starts fighting as he's screaming, and the old Loki's sitting there saying like the the magic of a Loki is way better than his than a blade or more useful, which you got to see later. Because in this void, there was the uh, the thing that could destroy all timelines or whatever permanently. Eliath, Elioth. Elioth sounds kind of lame. Eliath's way cooler. Yeah. We'll stick with that. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck them nerds. But uh, that thing was, well, I mean, it was a big cloud, yes, but it at least had a dog face and, like, got rid of shit. Dude, that cloud reminded me of fucking Rockadoodle. Well, at least it wasn't like uh, like Galactus on the uh, Fantastic Four 2 or whatever, Silver Surfer. I don't recall. Galactus was just a cloud in space. I don't recall any Fantastic Four movie ever invented. Yeah, there was a thunder and then there's like a shape of Galactus's helmet, but that's about it. That was in the shadow too. Not even in the clouds. Mm -mm. It's like they were trying to force another one. Yeah, it was lame. But Alioth at least, or Eliath at least looks like a fucking, or is from the comics. Also, it looks like it did in the comics pretty much. And they were able to enchant it when Sylvie pruned herself. Because I forgot that happened. Miss Minutes, Miss Minutes is creepy. She stalled her. I didn't know AI could just like 
read the signals on a human being like that and just stall another one for time. That was kind of cool, kind of creepy. But yeah, Sylvie prunes herself, gets herself hooked up with Mobius. Which, yeah, he's not dead. Yeah, that made me smile. Coming back in the pizza cart. Yeah. Dude, I don't think it is, but was that a shout out to fucking Toy Story? Uh, that's what I was thinking. When I first saw that, I was like, big ass piece of pizza. That's a. Well, it was a rocket. Yeah, for. On the first one, at least. But still, I think. Uh, I think Pixar. 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 I think Pixar has like a fucking Pizza Liberty thing or something like that in a lot of their movies, though, too. Makes sense. Makes a lot of sense. Dollars and cents. But uh, Sylvie comes into contact with Eliath and realizes she can enchant it. And thus the weirdest plan in the world. She was trying to gather up the power to enchant it. Loki tried to distract her with his flaming sword. But then the real, the, the, the wild card, the ringer of the situation. Classic Loki, as the old man is referred to on the credits. Creates all of goddamn Asgard. Giant illusion. Glorious purpose. Before getting killed. Yeah. <laughs> That's downfall to that. It was fucking awesome. Yeah, the, but the enchantment worked. <laughs> they opened up a hole in the smoke. Which is weird, because we're going to open up a hole in this smoke. That didn't even make sense. Do you think, like, if Loki and shit dies, he goes to Valhalla? Probably. But you know what I mean? Like, cause that's, the gods live there anyway, so the if he dies, got, a god. Uh, the one that got Thanos snapped probably did. He died doing something honorable. <laughs> honorable. Sounds like you're trying to say honorable. Sorry. <laughs> honorable. <laughs> That's the only thing that I actually will still quote from Dude Where's My Car. That's the only thing. And that's just because I tend to stutter and mumble. So honorable doesn't always come out the way it's supposed to. But uh, yeah, so the, yeah, episode five, it ended with them. Open up the hole in the smoke cloud. And getting ready to walk through it. <sighs> now this is where I step into the spoiler territory for you guys, huh? Well, corn. I saw all the way until like freaking the dude was sitting in the chair. Okay. And then he started making like little fucking images and then. Well, episode six started off with a weird like space time thing. Remember? It was like going zooming in on a black hole and then going through another black hole or something like that. (laughs) I think it was just to illustrate like stacking universes or something like that. I don't know. I don't know. It was in, it was weird. But uh, Sylvie and Loki, they meet no resistance as they walk up to this this castle. They go through the door. I think the door opened for them, actually. Right? Miss mm-hmm. Minute scared the fuck out of me when they walked into that place. Hey, y'all! Like, what the f- I probably got maybe two minutes after that. So you didn't get to the hey, y'all? No. Well, when they walk in, they're looking around, and all of a sudden, out of fucking nowhere, Miss Minutes pops up all bright in this dark castle. Hey, y'all! Like, there's even, like, a... Just to hammer it all in, like, jump scare instant. Miss Minutes is creepy. That accent's in my nightmares. I already don't like Southern people. <laughs> that sounded so bad, I did not mean it that way. <laughs> That's a wet nightmare. But she offers them a proposition. They can have whatever they want, basically, in whatever timeline they want, and they can exist in the same timeline, even. Loki can rule Asgard and the Nine Realms. He can have the Infinity Gauntlet. Sylvie can wake up with nothing but happy memories of a happy life. Not one spent on the run from apocalypse to apocalypse. Killing TVA members and such. 
They deny. Miss Minutes disappears. But she tells him who's waiting for him. He who remains. You heard that before, yeah? He who remains. They did a little bit of a... Uh, I think they, they they mashed a few together. This 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 situation. A couple doors open. There's a just a, a black dude inside of an elevator. He's got robes on, not pimp robes. Wait, do do they give out pimp robes like Jedi robes? That'd be cool. He invites him into the elevator with him. They step in, but Sylvie tries to swing her sword at him, and that's when you realize he's got some kind of time twister thing himself. As he's just able to just be out of the way and just end up behind her and such. She can't hit the motherfucker. It's not that he's too fast, it's that he's already moved out of the way. Time travel. That just sounded that sounded so weird, but I'm pretty sure that's about how it was working. They get to the top of the elevator. They go into this office with this black dude. I'm sorry to say it like that, dude. I don't mean to sound mean. Jonathan Majors is the actor's name, by the way. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah. uh, First off, Jonathan Majors was hamming it the fuck up. He was having a blast. That's the it makes the whole thing worth it, honestly. Because I'm trying to think of like a villain to compare him to. Uh, okay, just, uh, you know any villains that sing? Because he, he doesn't sing, but... <laughs> Wait, what? Do you know any villains that do this? Wait, this, he, this guy he, he doesn't, doesn't do it, do it. But he's got that same craziness of, like, the villains that sing. Like, the uh, this is going to sound weird, but the robot devil from Futurama? Yeah, or like uh, Nick Cage and Face Up. Oh, okay. Although most of his weirdest shit was John Travolta being Nick Cage. That whole I want to take his face off thing. But. <laughs> <clears throat> okay, Cyrus the Virus. Almost like Cyrus the Virus. But like smarter. And and has already won. Pretty much. He explains to them that he's got uh, well that of course he's they're at the end of time too pretty much. That's the whole, that's where that whole thing is residing. That's where that void was, was just before the end of time. That's why they had to get past Elias. And he explains to them pretty much his reason for creating the TVA and for pruning all these different timelines and people and variants and whatnot. It's to prevent the multiversal war that they explained in the very first episode. The part that they, the detail they left out of that first episode, though, was that that multiversal war was between Kangs. Now, they didn't name him Kang. Remember, they only referred to him as He Who Remains. But he's dressed like a mortis. And his variants that he showed. You know, Marvel is, just keeps finding ways to have like inanimate objects present itself as people. I know that sounds weird when I say it like that, but like the beginning of Black Panther with the whole explanation and shit. That was and, nice. And uh, Guardians 2 when Kurt Russell's explaining like how he banged Peter's mom. <laughs> Putting <laughs> seeds in every planet. Yeah. He he pretty much does that. He throws like a little disc thing on the table and it, you know. Yeah, it's like liquid metal. <laughs> yeah. Looks kind of cool. Yeah. All of those look like they would be cool, like Monopoly pieces. Yeah, little action figures. Yeah. <laughs> But nice uh, yeah, he shows that it shows pretty much that he he a version of himself learned about the multiverse that there were universes stacked on top of each other, and that there were other versions of himself, and they were also discovering that thing at the same time. So they started congregating, communicating, exchanging technology, but other variants of this guy were uh, evil and saw you know multiple universes as multiple worlds to conquer get it conquer king the conquer er command and conquer 
Okay. There, uh, there's another video game with Conquer in it. Conquer's bad for a day. Bam. So he basically offers them a choice. He tells them that uh, they can... Either way, he doesn't want to run the TVA and the both and do all this multiverse clipping anymore. Kind of a Willy Wonka esque offer of you know you guys take over, or you can kill me, and that'll unleash the multiverse. You know what I mean? Throw away, throw off the TVA, and you know, cause his variants to. <coughs> exist and to begin trying to conquer again so he's the one that actually beat them all right yeah he used Eliath to destroy all of he weaponized Eliath basically see all the the kings out there when the multiverse war started yeah so he used Eliath to actually win the war yeah and he created the sacred timeline of you know what I mean the time variance to prune anything like Loki yeah, to prune anything that might cause a king variant to end up existing in a, in, within a timeline. So, like Genghis Khan destroying entire civilizations. Mm-hmm. So uh, Loki and Sylvie basically, uh, they're, uh, they're at odds. You know, they'd, uh, they both the need, they don't want the same thing. It's, it's fucked up. Which one do you think each one of them wants? Loki to be loved. Loki to take over, honestly. The main Loki just has a, like, fuck it, do the right thing. And Sylvie says, fuck Kang. Yep. So they have a little fight. Loki, there's a point where she's about to, she's in full swing about to chop at fucking Kang. And Loki just, like, does that little teleport thing he does. And appears pretty much at the end of her blade and just like one final plea of just like maybe he's right. Maybe he's not lying. Maybe by killing him we could be unleashing and gives her this whole speech about like, you know, I just want you to be okay. I don't want to rule. I don't want a throne. She gives him a big old smooch in. So yeah, after all that they give a big old smooch and then she, uh, does a little force push thing to Loki and pushes him through a ten pad door to the fucking TVA. Turns around, throws the desk away with magic, of course. And then stabs the living daylights out of King Immortus, he who remains. And you can see the multiverse, the sacred timeline, branching off. Nexus events completely unchecked. The multiverse of madness is upon us. And even Sylvie sits on the floor as if to say she may have made a giant mistake. Because guess what? King's last words were were after she stabbed him. Just guess. I've actually already said his last words that just earlier. See you soon. Okay, that's creepy. Yeah. But now it's going to seem like... Well, because his whole point was if you kill him, it'll unleash all the king variants and whatnot. You'll see him again. Yeah, he'll just end up being there again, having to end multiverse war. So here's where it gets fucked up. You cut back to the TVA. They're seeing on all the monitors all these, I mean, you know, extreme fucking intertwining fucking nexus events loki goes running to mobius tells him that they you know they got to do something about this guy this king guy it's going to be a multiversal war you know what mobius says to him who are you what's your name you're an analyst right Season two. Oh, I'm not done yet. So Loki looks out the window. Just as confused as we are. You know, like uh, they're in the like that that library floor or whatever. You remember that uh, 
where they kept it, Loki tried to get files on the beginning of time, but was refused. And yeah, and you can see the, like the statues and shit, the timekeepers. Well, they've been replaced to just one statue of that black man, but in his actual King the Conqueror outfit without the helmet. Straight up Planet of the Apes style. <laughs> and then you get a stamp of approval at the mid credits scene saying that Loki will return for season two. So the TVA is working for King the Conqueror? Yeah. Well, they always pretty much were, but now they're now it's just not hidden. So are they with King or against King? With uh, Against, I don't know. The, if they got statues of him, he's the creator. Yeah. So he's with King. Yeah. Well... The one thing I forgot to say was that uh, Ravona was trying to get records on uh, that same shit. Pretty much, she had Miss Minutes getting her, uh, trying to get her like information on who created the TVA and shit. Miss Minutes shows up in her office and tells her, uh, "Fucking what she tell her? Oh, he he like she like gives her some different file and she's like, that's not what I asked for." And Miss Minutes is like, "I know, but he says." It'll be more useful to you. Mobius goes to confront her. And she pretty much tells him, like, you're not really a threat to me. He's got his little, he's got a little pruning spear thing or whatever. He goes running at her. She kicks the shit out of him. One move takes his thing away. He's just like, all right, whatever. Go ahead and do it. Prune me again. She doesn't prune him, but she does walk through a tempad door. Saying that she's in search of free will. Because the only people that have free will is whoever's in charge. So who knows where she's going? She may have been just as responsible for the TVA having different statues as Kang himself. Very creepy. Very fucked up. So she already knew that Kang was running the TVA? She didn't know. But she might have just found out right before... It all happened. Is that the end of the episode? Yeah. Okay. Well, the end of the episode is them is Loki looking at the statue. Yeah. And realizing that he was just talking to that guy. Yeah. Sylvie was still in the mansion or whatever in the the castle thing. Right. But yeah, that was uh overall. I I I fucking loved it. I won't lie, it was fun. The whole show. I know I kind of had to spoil the end for you guys, but that's. It's the way the cookie crumbles. It's better than however I can explain it. Well, from what you guys had seen, from as far as you got, because Gordon, you got it. You at least saw the black man. Saw a little action figure too. Yeah, so you got you almost made it through the whole fucking thing, you jackass. <laughs> Fifteen minutes later, but uh, Jonathan Majors as fucking he who remains Immortus, King the Conqueror, whatever. He was having a fucking blast. Like, you think Owen Wilson had fun with his role? This guy was fucking... In, you could tell he was having fun with it. He was almost like a, like an imaginary friend. Just, like, kind of teleporting and popping up in random places and laughing at you and shit. Like, if Keenan and Kel joined into one person and then had superpowers... It's 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 hard to explain, but the, the the guy was hamming it up and like in all the best ways too. You could you know, you could tell he was. There wasn't ever a moment with him on the screen where it was like fucking, what he actually feared for anybody, because he was just not like any. He was eating an apple. <laughs> he was sitting pretty chilling. He already knew what was gonna happen. That's why he was chilling. Yeah, uh, well, yeah. Did you guys actually enjoy though, as much as you had seen of it? <laughs> At least, Corn's a Disney hater. <laughs> Corn still liked it. That's why he's watching it. Yeah. <laughs> hey man, uh, Sylvie got what she wanted at the end. Loki was. Uh, we all wondered, like you said, what happened to Loki after he touched the Tesseract. Okay. You know, yeah. he got hey. to go on a whole adventure. Owen Wilson was cool. Uh, time when they play with time though, that's when it's like okay, 
uh, let me try to follow you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it was all right. <laughs> I did like classic Loki, man. I am well, most of the guys that were actually in in this one, they they were actually trying. Yeah, they, they were actually committed to their parts. Even hello, Tom Hiddleston, man. You know, when I first saw him in um in Thor, eh, I wasn't so scared of him. But like with this one, dude, I actually learned like I'm like okay, Loki, like okay, he has tried, he has tried to redeem himself, he has tried to change. Yeah, I don't, I don't necessarily like the season two thing though. Who knows when season two is going to happen and what's going to happen in between the two seasons? You know, I mean, you got to see fucking Frog Thor. Yeah, that one was funny, and I felt bad for him because he was like trying to smash the fucking jar. Even the female Loki, she looked like she was actually, yeah, she was, she was committed to. I actually did like her too. She was a badass. Yeah, she was funny. She had some, she had some quips in there, and she wasn't like, she wasn't like the like a perfect fucking, like, you know what I mean? Anything you can do, I can do better. She just fucking, they had different power sets. I liked that. Because then it also opened up for later on too when they do have the. Loki verse. Yeah. What power do you have? I hope they bring classic Loki back. Five minutes. That's all I need to see him for. <laughs> I'll be happy. Yeah, the fucking Yeah. I hope next uh I hope the next season's good. I'm not sure if we're gonna do one for what if, because that's animated and we don't often do animated series. Disenchantment didn't get us back for the second season. <laughs> I still haven't watched it. I'm not sure if we have any more Fedora ones. I think we probably will. I don't know if we we never actually compiled a list, did we? No. We'll be we'll have something. That's always that's always a given. Something will be on next week. <laughs>